on this week's episode of the Soccer Neophytes. We miss Nate, but do we really miss Nate? Sean Dyke sacked at Burnley. We got a football Neophytes derby on our hands. And Tim and Chris will dive into their teams and their team only. Yo, Tim, what's up, man? Hey, hey. How was that intro on the fly? I didn't write anything. Oh, that was a great intro. And yes, <laughs> we will only talk about our teams and, and Sean Deitch a little bit. Yes, just a, a little bit. We will hit on the, the minor news, the major news if you're a Burnley <laughs> fan. Uh, the biggest news here is that we are missing Nate tonight, one of our first episodes without him in quite some time, maybe even ever. I'm not 100% sure on that. Uh, but here, Chris and Tim are coming at you. Tim, how's your day going, man? You know what? It's going all right. Um, we were, you know, we were traveling last week and right. so we're still kind of just adjusting back. Uh, but then Katie's heading out of town with some friends. So it's just kind of that in between, like in between trips, but it just feels like a little bit in flux, but it was a pretty normal Monday. Nice. How about you? I'm good, man. We uh, had, you know, had little league tonight. We got our butts kicked for the first time this season. Everybody needs a little humbling in my opinion. So <laughs> not, not a bad thing. Talk to my guys, you know, there's levels to this game and we aren't on the level that we played tonight. So uh, it was good. Sometimes you just need to get your ass kicked. Well, and what you told me about some of the circumstances of, of this <laughs> uh, butt whooping tonight, it should make you feel better about united i mean it seems like united is a well-run well-run entity by comparison very much so tonight was the proverbial shit show of a little league um with parents going to wrong fields players forgetting bags at home a kid showing up with one cleat and a sock um so it was everything you could have not wanted as a head coach so uh needless to say before that game even started i did not feel good about it much like many Manchester United games this season. So, <laughs> but you know what's crazy, Tim, is that somehow, some way, they're sitting in fifth and still in position to it's grab crazy. a top four spot. It's insane. There's they, no they might very well get Champions League after all. It's like no one really wants that four spot. Like <laughs> I, I feel like Chelsea's kind of pulled away a little bit. They got a couple of games in hand to go. Yeah, um, but they're you know they're five points up at this point. Not like they're playing great, but it's like nobody wants that four spot, and so they're just kind of uh, you know five six teams just like puddling around playing leapfrog, but nobody's actually taking it. Well, it's crazy too because I mean Arsenal started so terrible, but then they came on so strong, right? And they seemed like oh man, of all those squads vying for that fourth spot, Arsenal's by far the best, and then they fell apart. Meanwhile, Tottenham is coming on strong. Then they kind of fell apart. They stumbled a little bit. United is right there. We've been talking about what a mess they are, but they're they're right in it. So it's it's and crazy. West Ham. I mean, West Ham's still in it as well. So yeah, I mean, there's legitimately uh, one, two, three, four, five clubs that I think have a legitimate shot still. And I'm giving I'm giving Nate Love here. I'm including his Wolves in there, even though they're about eight points out right now, which might be too much to overcome, but I'm still going to include him in the combo because we just don't know what's going to happen at that four spot. We don't know. So, 
Um, all right. Well, let's get into <laughs> some minor news. I mean, it's major news, but it's minor news because we rarely ever talk about them. The only time we really talk about this club is when we speak of our fondness uh, for Natalie and her love for her Burnley club, but uh, kind of a surprise. Or, or when out. Jurgen Klopp talks about them, and then yes, we talk yes. about yeah, them. Yeah, Jurgen well. likes to rip on them <laughs> because Jurgen's Jurgen. But uh, kind of a surprising uh, news story came out. Sean Dyke was sacked at Burnley. I don't think anybody actually saw that happening. No. Um, obviously, Burnley's struggling this year, still sitting in a relegation zone at 18th. But I don't think anyone was like, oh, it's Sean Dyke's fault. And, you know, the system that he's implemented and used for the last few years has kept them above and kept them up and in the, the Premier League. So I, I was pretty surprised when I saw that he got sacked. How did, what did you think? Yeah, I mean, it, it normally when a club normally when a club's where they are in the table, it wouldn't be shocking. But because Burnley is always where they are, I mean, they're they're sitting in relegation. Right. So that is lower than where we've come to expect them, like by a couple slots. But. Yeah, it's bizarre. I mean, for the squad he has, it seems like Sean Deitch has done just as good as anybody could. Right. Um, and it, it just the timing is weird. Like, it what well, didn't the news come out like a day before their match? So it wasn't like a Monday morning sacking where they can even like huddle with the assistant coach or whatever. Um, but it doesn't seem like they really have a plan. And it seems like it happened kind of suddenly right before a match. So it's like, maybe there was something else that happened like a falling out or something, but yeah, yeah, it's just, it's bizarre to me. I think he is so well-respected that I like, I have to believe like he's going to land on his feet and we'll get another job and we'll do well, especially if he has a club that are willing to spend money. But, um, but yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause they lost on last Sunday to Norwich. That was the two O game that probably sealed his fate. Cause they had yeah. a chance to, to really be within a point of getting out of the relegation zone. And then they played Sunday as in yesterday. And yeah. I think they didn't sack him until like Thursday or Friday, if I remember yeah. correctly. And so it was weird cause they let the week kind of run. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh yeah. Sean Dyke's out at Burnley. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. So, it'll be interesting to see if, if there's more news that comes out about the circumstances. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Normally, we would hit on some more news and notes. There really hasn't been that much. Um, I don't even know if it's worth mentioning, but we'll say my heart goes out to Cristiano Ronaldo, mm -hmm. who posted earlier today um, that at the birth of twins, um, his son passed away at birth. So very sad to mm -hmm. hear that for him to have to post that I couldn't imagine the pain and the grief that goes into that. Um, and there is a little joy there. Their daughter survived the birth, um, but they did lose their son. And that's, that's sad. Not, not yeah. a fun thing to go through. Wish you nothing but the best Christian. I don't care what team you play for, even if it weren't Manchester United, I would feel for you. Agreed. So, all that's right. Brutal. Well, because Nate's not here, we don't have to hear about wolves this week. Uh, but because you're here, Tim, we do have to hear about Liverpool. I'm so sorry. It's okay. No apologies needed. They are still way up at the top battling for that first spot. Give us a little bit of a rundown of what has happened in Liverpool this week. Well, you know, not just battling for that first spot, but, but battling for the, what are we calling it? The quadruple? Is that what they're calling it? Yeah. Uh, not yeah. the treble, the quadruple. Yep. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it, it was amazing. The Saturday FA Cup match uh, against City. I mean, it's City, right? So it's going to be a battle. But um, Liverpool in the first half goes up three nothing. It's just incredible against against City. Um, we really kind of, I think, took our foot off the gas in the second half, and they got a couple goals back. Um, it didn't ever really feel like the game was out of control totally, but that's a little disconcerting to after being up three, nothing at halftime to let two in. Um, but yeah, that feels great to go on to the FA cup final. We'll face Chelsea again after facing them in the Carabao, uh, final. Um, and yeah, still vying, still vying for the league and, and for champions league. So it'll be, obviously it'll be a lot to, for Jurgen to manage, um you gotta go for all four and yet yeah. like and yet you've got to rotate your squad so i don't know what that'll look like yeah i mean it's right everyone was going crazy last year when city had a shot at it yeah and no club's ever done it before and so it's a big deal i think you yeah. do gotta go for it um for those of you we talked about um a little bit last week, the Champions League draw that's out there. Uh, Liverpool moved on, City moved on, and they are separated in the draws. So there's a there's a potential City-Liverpool matchup waiting for us um, in the finals, which would be super exciting. It would be. My goodness. Yeah, so City plays Real Madrid in a two-leg uh, playoff, and Liverpool plays Villarreal in a two-leg playoff. So That's right potential that this could be a massive season for the premier league if they if both those teams advance and i would imagine they're the favorites in both of those matches yeah i'd, I'd say so i mean obviously i think i think liverpool got the easier draw with Villarreal, but to get to get to this spot Villarreal has overcome some really tough teams yeah um and real madrid is playing really well so but yeah i'd have to, i'd have to think that just like the betting markets would have liverpool and city advancing but uh but who yeah. knows you Did know there you, was was it was i think in 2019 was when liverpool played tottenham in the final which just feels crazy to to, to talk about liverpool playing tottenham in the, the champions, champions league, league final. final yeah um the the game itself was a little bit of a letdown but that was the that was the champions league run when liverpool went down to barcelona and then came back that like amazing night coming back against barcelona um so yeah, so a, an all England final would be great, especially if it really is the two best teams, potentially yeah. the two best teams in the world right now. So did you see that the Chelsea Real Madrid game? I didn't know. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was wild. So going in, you know, Real Madrid was up 3-1 on aggregate and it was the classic two goal. Well, there's no way we yeah. can come back from this, blah, blah, blah. Well, they come out and they score two goals and they're up 2-0. And so it's 3-3 aggregate. And then they, I think they score again. And so they're up, they're up <laughs> on the aggregate. And it was like, oh my gosh. And then Real Madrid scores in the 80th minute to get it back. It goes oh into overtime. And so uh, Real ends up scoring 
in the 96th minute of overtime and Chelsea could never get it back to get it to penalty kicks. Oh my goodness. Um, but it was a, it was so wild because Chelsea came out and they scored 15 minutes into the game. And I was texting Nate. I was like, no way they're totally going to do it. And then they score again, right after halftime, um, Rudiger gets a nice header and it's tied on aggregate. And you're like, Oh dude, they're going to do it. And yeah. they score again and they got the lead and it was insane. And then Real Madrid closes them out. That's crazy. Was that did Benzema get was did Benzema, Benzema get a hat trick in that game? Uh no, he just had one goal. He just had the one. Yeah, because Real only scored two. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But they were up, they were up two goals in the aggregate. Man, so you're right. They almost right. had that first ever like away goals didn't matter. So we're going to to penalty kicks. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. It was so cool. Well, and then I saw a little bit of the end of the uh, City Atletico game. Have, did you see anything about that? No, I didn't see that. They were just fights. I mean, it was it was <laughs> nuts. So yeah, it was it was crazy. It was a nil nil draw, but they were up one nil on the aggregate already. And but I saw I'm looking at it, and Felipe got booted. He got a red card in the 91st minute of yeah. a massive, massive game. So. Yeah, yeah. Don't want to do that. Well, there's our Champions League update that we didn't mean to tell you about, but we did. So, all right. Well, let me dive into United just for a yeah. quick second. Um, they actually won a game, which was impressive, um, until I tell you it was against Norwich. So, um, I, look, United fans, we're taking wins. I don't care who it's against. We're taking wins right now. Okay. So, um, <laughs> they – they come out and they dominate like 95% of this game, but the 5% that they don't dominate <laughs> Norwich scores on and <laughs> Norwich could have had like four goals, but De Gea made a really good save on a Pookie breakaway. I saw that. Yeah. Um, that Pookie probably really should have scored on, but De Gea got a piece of it and it went wide. Um, but Ronaldo gets the hat trick. They're up two nil, two nil. Um, and they give up goals and Norwich ties it up in the 52nd minute. Uh, and it's two, two, all of a sudden looking like a two nil dominant performance. Hey, United's back at it. And then all of a sudden, nope, two, two Norwich, the mighty Norwich Canaries are coming on strong. <laughs> um, but Ronaldo saves the day. He gets a hat trick, which I still like, it's still dumbfounding to me, like how this dude's doing it at, you know, at the age yeah. of 36, which isn't like crazy old, but it is for this sport. And for him to just continually just be blasting in goals on an underperforming team is like wild to me. So yeah. hats off to you, Cristiano. Again, heart goes out to you this week with everything going on at home. Uh, I'm sure he's not going to be playing tomorrow. Uh, but this, I feel like these next two games kind of really set the table for what this season, the at least the rest of this season, is really going to look like. Um, United plays Liverpool tomorrow at Anfield, and then they play Arsenal this weekend um, at Arsenal. And so, um, I mean, six points is a dream that probably doesn't get get realized, but, I mean, really they need four points out of those two games. Yeah. So whether, you know, more than likely they need to, they need to beat Arsenal because um, I don't think they're going to beat Liverpool tomorrow. But crazier things have happened. You know, you get these derbies kind of stats yep. and everything goes out the window and these guys just go at it. So yeah. hopefully it'll be a good, fun game tomorrow. That's what I'm hoping for. Um, but, Tim, we have me and you on the pod. 
it's our football neophyte soccer neophyte derby game tomorrow. So how are you feeling about that matchup? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to know what which United squad will get, but um, the way Liverpool's played against City the last two weekends, you we've got to be feeling good, right? Like coming in, <laughs> I mean, not as good as if we were coming in against a, a team lower down on the table. Cause I mean, as we just said, United's right there in champions league contention. And that's, that's a really like, that's a tough spot to be in. So um, I did see there's some injuries for United that that'll be problematic. I saw Veron, Luke Shaw, McTominay, Cavani, and Fred. Well, so Fred, so that might be a net plus for, for you guys. But I saw those guys are all out tomorrow. So that's, I mean, I don't know how how those names ring to you when you hear that list out. You're kind of like, eh, we, we're okay. Or if that's like, sounds really bad to you. But um, that seemed like a lot of injuries to be dealing with. Yeah, it's it sounds bad. It looks bad. I think the biggest one, in all honesty, Cavani is probably biggest. Yeah in that with Ronaldo probably not playing tomorrow. I can't right. imagine a scenario where Ronaldo plays. Um, I don't know if you remember that jerk Mason Greenwood, but um, <laughs> man, I wish that guy weren't such a tool right now because yeah. um, they could use him. But you know what? If yeah. you're that big of a piece of crap, uh, you don't deserve to play. So yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, like not having Cavani's big because we're not going to have Ronaldo, but it makes me wonder where the shift will be. Um, yeah. I got to imagine Rashford gets the start who hasn't been very good this season coming off that shoulder surgery and everything. He just hasn't looked good all year Yeah, for, you know, my fandom of being a, just a baby. Um, he's been one of the best players I've seen as a United fan. So for him to be out of form is really sad and very, very out of character for what I know of him, but hopefully maybe this will get him turned around. I'd imagine he's going to start on, I I would put him back on the left side. If, if Ren, if Ralphie has seen any of his play, Rashford is way better playing on the left side than the right side. He he's been Uh playing on the right side out of necessity, but with, Anthony Alonga coming up and being really good so far, you can afford to move him back and then put Jaden Sancho in that forward striker role, which mm-hmm. Jaden has been so good lately. So I'm hopeful. Um, I also wonder if they'll move Bruno up. Um, you know, Pogba will probably play a whole lot of the midfield with McFred being out. So it's it, the, it's the, the good and the bad, right? Like, yeah. Giant clubs have deep rosters. Yeah. And so it's like the injuries pile up and usually you have someone behind them. That's still pretty good. At least for sure. a starter on some other team. I think the biggest thing with, with United and there's no getting around it is just their defense has been so lackluster all season. Yeah. Yeah. It starts and ends with Harry Maguire. When he plays well, they win. When he plays how he's been playing this season, they lose. And so um, I think he's getting exposed pretty badly this season and I think honestly I know some United fans will disagree with me Aaron Wan-Bissaka is an elite defender Mm. he's not a great offensive player and so I get that Diego Dello has gotten a lot of time this season especially as of late playing that back right side 
but he's a horrible defender. Mm. And um, I think Harry is getting exposed because guys just blow by Dallow all the time. And then that pulls Lindelof in or Veron in, and then Harry's left out alone. And, you know, defending's hard enough, but when one of your teammates yeah. is really piss poor at it, it makes it even worse. So um, I would love to see Wama Sock about that back out there just because of the defense he provides. I don't yeah. need his offense. I need him to stop people, which is what he's good at. Well, that's what I was going to say is like, I mean, in normally in this scenario, if you're a squad and you've got Cavani out and you've got Ronaldo out, you're going to be, you're going to be shifting into a really defensive mindset. You're going to just try to frustrate Liverpool, just try to break down their attack and just not let anything through and hope for a draw. Right. But if, but if United's defense is that Rocky when everyone's healthy, how like how viable of a scenario or how valuable of a strategy is that to like park the bus if the bus is like has holes in it you know i'll tell you what it's (laughs) not a viable strategy (laughs) (laughs) it'll be Um, interesting man but as you said like even even talking about like um jaden sancho and when we haven't even mentioned bruno and like this is there's a lot of um of tool of, of I say tools in like the positive sense of the term right not tools. the Mason Greenwood sense of the term but like <laughs> yeah. there's some there's a lot of really valuable pieces on that squad yeah who are the still toolbox so. is full of tools <laughs> <laughs> some are useful some are not yeah. <laughs> yeah no no doubt so anyway it should be a fun match we'll see yeah. what happens uh give me your score prediction uh I think I'm going I'm going 2-1 Liverpool. I'm going 3-0 Liverpool. Oh, my goodness. I was trying to be nice to you. I'm, I'm being real. I'm just going to be real. See, but, you've, but even talking about those guys, like, we let goals through, right? Like, we win, but then, like, oh, and then we let one through. So, I'm like, I can – there are many scenarios in which I can envision a goal getting, getting through. It would be hard for me to envision two goals getting through. Yeah. So oh. – we shall see. The good news is we don't have to wait long. That game is at noon tomorrow. That's right. All right. Well, maybe one of the beautiful things, maybe one of the not so beautiful things about Navy not being here is we get to do whatever we want, Tim. That's right. And because we get to do whatever we want, we're actually going to skip over a lot of stuff that we normally touch on. And we're going to go right into lock it in. Let's do it. We set a new record some might even call it a world record tim all three of us lost this week that's never happened before it'll actually go into the guinness book of world records as the first week that all three of us lost our matches so all neophytes were super neophyte we neophyted this one like nobody's ever neophyted before (laughs) uh nate chose west ham over burnley and there was a draw there um I chose Tottenham over Brighton and Tottenham lost, you know, I mean, silly me taking Tottenham after coming off four straight victories. And uh, Tim, you took Arsenal over Southampton, which was probably. Why would I have done that? Well, it felt like the best match of the week (laughs) to take. And so, yeah. um, Congrats on that. We went over three um, this week. Somehow I picked third and I picked, and I got, and I, that one was still available for me to take. 
it was it was the weird week where like there were cancellations so there weren't a lot yeah. of games and if we didn't allow ourselves to pick like teams in the relegation zone yep. blah 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 anyways um all right moving on to this week we're gonna try and rebound uh nate down in mexico let us know that he is taking chelsea over west ham uh pretty uh, ballsy pick there um i think he's just trying to get back at west ham for causing him a loss last week yeah um i'm taking oh i'm looking at our show notes i'm taking liverpool 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 over everton uh that's liverpool over everton but because i can't spell i'm taking liverpool Um, merseyside derby yeah yeah and tim who are you going with i'm taking i mean i i'm looking at this now and i'm like I lost picking against <laughs> Southie last week, but I'm taking Brighton over Southie. If Arsenal can't beat them, Brighton's surely can. <laughs> there you go. I like the <laughs> That's logic. my logic. It's science. It's science. All right. And so there's our lock it ends guaranteed to win you nothing. Um, looking forward to next week. We just spent a pretty good amount of time talking about Liverpool United this weekend or this week tomorrow. Um, Tim, what are you looking at at the rest of the schedule? Let's specifically look to the weekend. Yeah. Um, What do you think are the best matches to be watching? I mean, that Arsenal United match will be really fascinating. I mean, I don't know if it's fascinating enough to get me up at 4.30 (laughs) a.m., but it it, it might get me up for the second half of it. I, that's, that's a really good matchup right there with obviously big implications. Right. And it's really hard to pick either squad against like one squad against the other. Right. Like it yeah. really could go either way. It's at Arsenal, but they're not in great form. So, um, so that'll be a good one. Um, Chelsea West Ham will, should be interesting. Um, but Liverpool Everton, man, that's Merseyside Derby. I, I mean, the, I don't know if the, if it'll feel like some of the drama has been sucked out of it because Everton is such a terrible team this year, but again, you said it earlier, right? When it's a Derby, all bets are off. So even tomorrow, Liverpool United, like long standing, you know, terrible enemies, who knows what happens, right? Emotions are always high. There's always tension. So um, yeah, I'll be looking forward to watching that one. How about you? Uh, you know, obviously Arsenal United, just because of yeah. my own fandom and what it means in the standings. There's, there's, it's a really weird matchup weekend. There's not a ton of good ones. Uh, yeah. Brentford Tottenham should be a good match to watch if you're looking for something on Saturday game. morning. Uh, like you said, Liverpool Everton, uh, Merseyside Derby is usually a really fun match to watch. Um, and then Chelsea West Ham is a really strong matchup of two good clubs. Uh, ones I'm going to keep my eye on just for the fun of things is, um, depending on what happens in that United game, the Burnley Wolves game takes mm. on a big importance. And so if, uh, yeah. Burnley gets the managerial boost, who knows, maybe they steal one from Wolves and can get this, uh, get the old relegation zone back opened up to just one point if United can come through for them. So kind of an interesting game to keep your eye on. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Tim, record timing. This was absolutely fantastic. Anything else you want to add? Anything that I missed that you were like, hey, dude. You know, retroactively, I think we have a patriotic duty to do a very, very quick American watch. (laughs) Okay. Zach Steffen, I feel for him. Yeah. Did you see, did you see the, 
the goof he made. I did not. I it did was not. bad. I mean, he had the ball at his feet and just kind of like, you know, you see keepers do that, right? They're kind of like playing it close to the down to the wire right, as an attacker comes up towards them. And he just seemed to kind of get frozen, paralyzed. And <laughs> Sadio Mane just swooped in and knocked it into the goal. So it was like really, really bad. Like you'd see it in like youth soccer, that kind of thing with an inexperienced yeah. goalkeeper. So, man, Zach Steffen, he's obviously, we're both American. We want Zach Steffen to be playing well and having confidence and um, whatnot heading into the World Cup. And, I mean, I don't know at this point if he's still the U.S.'s top goalkeeper um, for the World Cup, but I really hope he either gets a loan or a transfer so that he can play every week. Yeah. Even if it's at a smaller club, who cares? Like somewhere in Europe, any squad where he can play every week, he just needs reps. He just needs like, he needs to be out there. So really yeah. hope he gets that over the summer so he can get at least a couple months of, of good playing time in before the world cup. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, he's a backup keeper, keeper at man city. Yeah. Um, has been a very good keeper. He's just playing behind one of the best keepers in the world. Yeah, he so is. makes sense why he's not getting regular playing time. So it would be nice to get him some action leading into the World Cup. Yeah. So. That's it, though. Nothing else for me, man. Well, good job, man. Way to hit on that. I appreciate that. Nate will be proud. We at least did one thing that he normally does. <laughs> but We can catch up on all the hair and goals and celebrations next time. Right, because when the cat's away, the mice will play. That's right. So, all right. Well, I got nothing else. Tim, if you got nothing else, there's only one thing else. left for us to do. Putin out. Putin out.